Hey, listeners, before we get started, if you're enjoying these episodes, you can actually check them out on YouTube in full video. You can just search Honest Ecommerce and you'll get pulled right to our channel. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for all the updates. You're producing something people love and you yourself are doing something that you believe in, building your brands and building your companies. Like, Keep going. Um, it's, it's definitely worth it. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest Ecommerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, we're welcoming to the show Chris Boyd. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of Monday, a pioneer brand in the non-alcoholic beverage category for mindful drinking movement. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it, Chase. Let's break down the product real quick before we kind of dive into the backstory. You know, explain what you're actually doing here with with your products. Yeah. So we make non-alcoholic spirits. And, uh, you know, on its head, that that might sound a little strange. Like, why would you have a spirit without alcohol? I thought alcohol was a spirit. So really, the idea is like this, this concept may be born out of what a lot of people know as dry January. It's like people taking a break from alcohol. And when you're taking that break, you're, you're like, taste buds don't want to take a break, right? They still want like complex adult flavors. They still want their favorite go-to cocktail. Why can't I have that when I'm taking a break from alcohol? Um, so really that's, that's kind of the impetus of the product. And, and that's honestly why we got into this space because we wanted this for ourselves. So, um, right now we make a London dry style gin, a bourbon S whiskey, and we just came out with the, uh, very first mezcal in the non-alc space. So, um, it's, uh, it's a new and interesting category that's really growing by leaps and bounds. I believe it's the fastest growing segment in all of adult beverage. So um, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And I think um, as awareness starts to grow in the space, I think a lot of people gravitate towards like some of the new non-alc beers that are not O'Doul's. They taste amazing. And, uh, you know, once they get their, um, you know, get a taste for that, they start to migrate into like wines and sparklings and uh, cocktails even. So it's been a, it's been a fun adventure, just like welcoming in new people to the space. Absolutely. So let's kind of take me back in time. Where, where you, you kind of alluded to it a bit there, but take, you know, what was going on? Where did the idea come from? And how did you kind of decide, like, you know, what this there may be some market for for something like this yeah um just very much like entrepreneur's path of like we were feeling this you know and i think it's 2019 um it's it's my birthday early january it's like a sunday night so i'm out with some friends um you know i have one gin drink i have two gin drinks and you know buddy wants to buy you know a round for my third and, uh, you know, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to switch to water. Um, I got to get up at five. I was a consultant at the time in biotech and healthcare, had a, had a plane to catch Monday morning, you know, I had to pitch, you know, the next contract extension, you know, all that good stuff. I had to be on top of my game the next day. And, uh, that, that's, I caught some shit for that. Right. And there's like, Hey, it's your birthday. You can drink as much as you want. And I was just like, you know, I have shit to do tomorrow and I want to do it well. Like, 
I don't show up hungover to a board meeting. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it was, I think that moment of like, why can't I have another gin and tonic just without the effects of alcohol that I'm trying to avoid right now? So it was just kind of that aha moment that maybe I just tucked away a little bit, just went on with the rest of my night, went on with that whole quarters contract. And I'm kind of done with that space. You know, it, it's about March now of that year. And, and I'm just like, what's next? Right. So I'm, I'm actually at the gym and I run into my co-founder, Ben. Um, and then he's just like, you know, wh- what are you thinking about? Like, I know you're not going to just sit around and, and just do nothing is like, well, what about gin without the alcohol? You know, and that's a strange thing to say to somebody and just blurt out. And it was this really interesting moment. Like his eyes lit up and he's like, I've been thinking about non-alcoholic adult drinks. And he happened to be, you know, a gin drinker of like 15 years too. So we're just kind of in this place of like, he's a serial entrepreneur. He's got like four kids. He's got you know, his hands in so many things. And the last thing he can be is like hung over for two days. Right. And it's like, as we approach get, getting into our forties, uh, like that's literally how long it takes to recover from a hangover. So it's just like, why can't we have this drinking experience that we love without the, the effects of alcohol, right. Or, or at least just have the choice, right. Hey, I'm going to drink alcohol today because it's Friday night. Oh, it's a Sunday. It's a Monday. It's a Tuesday. And I'm out like at a company happy hour. Maybe I would reach for something else if it were available. So we just kind of decided right then and there. We're like, you know, maybe we'll become consumers. Does this some, something like this exist? We, we tried a couple entrants. They're, they're mainly from Europe. We had them imported. You know, they have like a nice look and feel to them. A couple of them better than others, but all of them for us just did not hit on flavor. They they were just disappointing, quite honestly. And we're just like, ah, I mean, why can't this be made? And it was just this challenge accepted moment of like, let's go and do this, you know? And I think we kind of teamed up and said like, I had a background in my twenties in nightlife here in San Diego, bar hospitality. So I was just asking bartenders and bar managers, like, hey, are you are you being asked to make lots of mocktails and non-alcoholic drinks? And they're like, we get asked for that so much, right? And it's one of these things where if I didn't ask the question, they would never say that. And it, it was just like this wellspring of like knowledge that you just like, I dug a little bit under the surface and I found like these gems. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I didn't expect you to say that. You know, and Ben is kind of this online guru really DDC and digitally focused um, entrepreneur. And he's seeing the keywords out there and he's seeing like this being a white space. And it sounds like if we were to do this, we would be a little early before the trend hits, at least in America. So, you know, we just, we just did it. You know, we just took the plunge and we're just like, let's make like a London dry style, very juniper forward, non-alcoholic gin. So we're like, Hey, what are we going to do? Right. So we, we got on the phone with distillers and, you know, trying to describe this story to them. I think the joke is like, it got laughed off the phone 85 times and, and call 86 was to like our go-to today. Who's like our, our master distiller, strategic partner. He owns his own distillery. He's from Southern California. He's an entrepreneur. It was just like hitting the mark. But like those first 85 phone calls were so much fun. Because it's like it was it was literally getting laughed off. It some some were death threats. 
mostly <laughs> people were just like, why would you take the coolest thing about a spirit and, and remove it? Like, how dare you? I'm, I'm offended, you know? And as an entrepreneur, right. You're just like, this is so great. Cause if I, if I took 85 phone calls and every one of them was like, yeah, we can do this. It's cheap. It's easy. It's simple. And I get asked about this all the time. I'll be like, yeah, this, this probably isn't for us. So I love that there was a challenge there and we eventually found somebody who was like, I'm into what you're doing. I don't know how we'll get there, but I'm willing to take the ride. And, you know, that's all we could have asked for. Right. Cause it's like, we know where we're headed on the flavor profile front, no idea how to make it. Um, and, and he very much was in line with that. So, you know, we don't have a company at this point. We wrote him a personal check and we're just like, we're moving. Right. So now the clock's ticking. He said, give, give me three months to, to make something, you know, palatable to, to try and let's just, let's go. So, you know, I think in the background there, in those three months while we're waiting for some juice to try, it's like, let's stand up this kind of super team of founders, right? And um, you don't really think of San Diego or North County, San Diego as like this hotbed of entrepreneurship in California, but it really is actually. And we managed to cobble together this great group that could really be like, can we do everything in-house to a certain point and just create a minimum viable product quickly? Can we stand it up online digitally? And can we just prove the market and prove our product quickly? And then if we can do that, can we scale it quickly right behind that? So it was really the, the challenge there on the business side, while we're going to make good assumptions that the product is, is in motion and, and doing everything that it can. So, you know, fast forward to summer, we taste our, our first three um, tastes of, of what is now Monday gin. Two were god awful. And one was like above expectation. It was like, 85% there. And we were just blown away, right? Because it's like on first tasting, if you hit 50%, you're, you're in a good spot. So, you know, we celebrated with alcoholic gin and tonics. Um, a lot of us still drink alcohol, just not as often. And, uh, you know, 10 minutes later, we lost track of which was which on the table. And you really couldn't tell between the two. And it was just so eye-opening because we didn't think we could get that close to the real thing. And uh, that was just like this moment of like, we got to go. This thing is real. Like, let's do this. So that kind of just motivated, accelerated us into the fall, which, um, you know, go, going through the, the just staying aggressive, but being risk averse at the same time. It's like, let's let's take this baby out on Kickstarter. Let's make sure we're proving the market here that there's just a small, but but really like interesting group of people willing to take the plunge with us here um, rather than just going like balls to the wall. Let, let's, you know, mortgage our houses and, and go right out of the gate. Um, so deciding Kickstarter is the spot. Um, luckily, we, you know, we hit our goal in less than 24 hours. Um, People were really super excited at the prospect of this. And, you know, they're, they're so amazing too, because it's like, we're just describing what it tastes like. They don't, they don't have that. And I'm like, for them to take the plunge with us and believe in us there, like that's massive. So, you know, we we're able to send bottles to people just in time for Christmas. Um, got some really great feedback, really high on the liquid, which was the key. So, you know, we had a couple you know, updates to our label, to the look and the feel. And then we were ready to basically take this guy out to market in March of 2020. 
And that's right when COVID hit too. So that, that was an interesting time for us. And, you know, I think I get asked a lot, like, what's it like selling in the pandemic? And I was like, that's normal for us. Like, that's just pretty much standard. Um, you know, so it was, it was a interesting time, right? It was great in that we're digitally focused company. So more eyeballs than ever on the internet at that time, people are hunkered down and they're just surfing, right? So we got a ton more eyeballs and, and that, that gave us like our first stock out, I think within three weeks of being online, which is, you know, great. But I think like uh, probably like others in the, in the product space during that time, like it was really hard to get your hands on more raw materials. So, you know, the supply chain was, um, you know, going through massive shortages and issues. So we went through this like, up and down of like, you know, in stock, out of stock. It, we probably stocked out five times uh, that year, all, all towards like the really good idea of like people were interested and liked our product and kept coming back for more, but we really just couldn't keep up with demand. And, you know, I think closing out that year, it was just such a good, like we definitely proved the market. We proved that our team knows how to reach people and explain a new category and a new product online. And we were grabbing customers back um, time and time again. So it was it was a really good, I think, case study to show in 2021 plus it's time to really grow this thing, expand and, and accelerate it. Absolutely. That was a great story. So how long did it take from, you know, ideation of this when you were taking it seriously with a co-founder to having, you know, tasting that first sample? Yeah. So, you know, I think we, we kind of decided on this, like what, that was March, 2020 first tastes were July. Um, I think we finalized the formulation though, in like December of that year. So, um, almost a year's time from end to end. And that was, uh, that's, I'd say now we're three spirits deep. That was one of the easier spirits to really focus in on. Cause it's just, you're really going from the essence of a juniper to like one star ingredient. You know, our next, um, our next spirit was an American style whiskey. It has, you know, dozens of flavor elements and it was just infinitely more complex. So it took over a year and uh, dozens of iterations to get right. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, maybe Electric Eye can help. Our team has helped our clients generate millions of dollars in additional revenue through our unique brand scaling framework. You can learn more about our agency at electriceye.io. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E dot I-O. Mesa is the easy-to-use solution to the everyday challenges of running a Shopify store. With Black Friday and Cyber Monday fast approaching, now is an excellent time to use automation to get out of the weeds and focus more on your customers. Automations harness the power of code without any learning curve. You can easily customize how Shopify and your apps work with one-click integrations. From auto-tagging orders to sending package status updates to customers, Mesa connects your data where it's needed most. Simply put, the minutes you spend using Mesa save you hours of manual work. So make this year's Black Friday and Cyber Monday different by simplifying your workload and running your Shopify store better and not letting it run you. Search for Mesa, that's M-E-S-A, in the Shopify app store and download the app today. Free plan available with no cost setup included. We've talked about this before on our podcast, but returns are an absolute hassle. They're often costly, time-consuming, and complicated but there's a better way to handle returns. 
Our partner Loop helps Shopify brands deliver hassle-free return experiences. Their platform empowers shoppers to process their own returns, creating a better user experience for both you and your customers. Plus, they encourage exchanges over refunds. They make it a lot easier for shoppers to browse through your entire product catalog at the point of return. It's a true win-win. Loop is trusted by over 1,600 Shopify merchants from side hustles to enterprise-level brands like Patagonia, Brooklinen, and Chubby's. It's time to transform your returns into exchanges. Learn more at loopreturns.com slash honest. That's L-O-O-P-R-E-T-U-R-N-S dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up your free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com honest. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. You guys launched on Kickstarter. You were funded. That was successful. When you made the transition over to your own direct-to-consumer store, I believe it's on Shopify, how are you driving new business to the site? How are you acquiring new customers online? Because during the pandemic, that's kind of the only place you could. Yeah, so um, paid social, paid media was our primary means. So um, co-founder Ben was actually one of the very first employees of Facebook in Australia. And he actually helped um, develop the ads engine that we all use today as digital marketers. So, um, you know, massive edge for us. And I think as people were starting to hunker down and that was early, you know, ads were, were, this was pre iOS 14 too, right? So it was like, it was easy pickings in a brand new category because you're just not seeing a ton of activity in the space. So we weren't competing um, with a lot of other ad sets. So they were cheap and easy to grab. And, you know, it was, um, it was just mad dash for eyeballs. And um, we were lucky to, it, it was great timing for us to acquire customers then. We've interviewed a few other uh, like true traditional alcohol brands on here, and you know any mm. anything kind of in that tr- traditional vice product category that like, you can't do paid ads. Do you ever kind of experience those issues kind of aligning you with what you actually aren't? Um, you know that started a bit early, so I think we got kicked off the platform of Facebook and Google two or three times. Amazon once as well, um, just when we tried to sell there, and they're just like your alcohol, you can't do that. So. You know, I'd say we were down collectively for less than two weeks combined on that over over a nine month period. Now it doesn't happen because the category I think is is gained enough traction to where they can um, tell between alk and non alk. But you know, I think you you hit on a a key mark, right? So standing up this business, yes, it was definitely about the product and finding flavor without alcohol. But strategically, we very much understood that alcohol can't do a lot of things that non-alcohol products um, can. And that was one of our, in our opinion, one of the superpowers um, of standing up a business like this is like, we can go online quickly. We can do it fast. We can advertise in ways they can't. And we can tell our our story digitally um, 
to a new category of people as opposed to, I think of traditional alcohol, store shelves in liquor stores. You can't tell a story with a brand new product on that store shelf. You know, you get about three seconds. And, uh, you know, at the time, if we had just gone that route, people are going like, what is this? Why would I do that? Right. And it's like online, you get to tell that story and, and get a little bit more time with those folks and, and help them reason with the whys behind it. So it was this beautiful place that, you know, strategy, tactics and timing all kind of came together. Absolutely. Now, we've had a lot of interviews on the show with people with co-founders. It's usually like one other person, but there's six total co-founders. Can you talk about how you guys make that work? And you know, what are some of the strengths that people are bringing to the table? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so kind of just mentioning, right? So we really wanted to, to create this super team. And everybody brings their strengths to the table. So you know, just starting with me, um, you know, chief executive, right? So I run the show, I keep the business moving, um, but I'm also the face too, right? So just kind of coordinating all the resources, running my own team, but then also keeping co-founders um, in their lanes, doing their best work, because um, most of them are very, very much specialists where I'm the generalist, um, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So... I'll, I'll go down the line, right? So I talk uh, about Ben a lot too. You know, Ben's really our digital marketer, um, stood up a lot of the strategy, had a lot of the help um, with with paid media strategy, especially, and just um, getting minimum viable product up on the internet sellable. Um, then we talk about, that's that's mainly Shopify. So then we talk about Amazon, the other beast you have to feed when you're e-commerce. Um, we have Brad and Ryan on our team. So they actually come from one of the world's most successful um, Amazon selling agencies. So a lot of product brands come to them and say, we want to sell on Amazon. You know, don't show us how, like do it for us and do it better than we could do it ourselves. So having them in house means like we essentially have all the tenants of one of the best agencies in that space for free. Um, so that was a huge gain. Um, just getting us there and, and we continue to scale um, daily on that platform. So we have uh, Marcelo also is our chief, I'd say chief design and branding officer. So he's responsible for the beautiful bottle label and everything you see associated with the Monday brand that's visual. And, you know, we think one of the, it, we're just starting to see, I think people are starting to appreciate how much he brings to the branding and design table. We were just at the San Francisco World Spirit Competition. It's kind of like the Oscars of uh, the spirits world. And we just won double gold medals for design um, on all his beautiful branding bottle labels. So that was amazing. Um, and I think it's just, we're just getting started with what's in his brain. It's just, uh, it, it's like next level stuff, I think. It was it would easily be a six or seven figure bill if if we were to go grab that from the street. So having him in house is uh, a definite superpower there. And then um, rounding out the team is um, Tanya, who comes from Quest and some other you know seven figure exit type groups that really knows how to um, sell omni channel and to really explode sales once you have a set of products that's. Um, definitely, you know, delighting people that's high quality. So we're only starting to tap into her resources as our category of 
going beyond just um, online and moving into retail and brick and mortar. So, um, you know, kind of trying to bring that whole group together and say, like, how can how can these superpowers combine um, and, and unite and just kind of scale and grow? Yeah, it's fantastic having all those kind of key team members on, uh, you know, there to help you take things from zero to one and then one to 10. Uh, you know, I'm excited to watch your guys' journey. Is there anything I didn't ask you about that you think would resonate with our audience? Chase, you were telling me, you know, a lot of your listeners are fellow founders and, you know, execs and, and, you know, all that good stuff, entrepreneurs. I, I'd say like, hearing my story, it sounds like this was easy, right? And we had great timing and, and everything was, was hunky-dory, right? It, it's definitely fraught with challenge. And, and I don't want to, you know, be too overly optimistic and say like, hey, it's going great. Like, you know, we, we've definitely had our share of challenges. I think the, the key thing that I would say is like, you know, if you're out there grinding and constantly pivoting, just know like we're there with you. Um, every turn of event just requires this next set of like, God, what do we do now? There's really just no playbook on what's going on with the world. So just constantly having your head on a swivel and just looking at like the landscape and saying like, cool, what do we do now? What do we do now? And just being okay with being so flexible um, and, and just, you know, kind of moving forward no matter what, because I think standing still um, ensures you're dead in the water. So, you know, always be moving and always be thinking. And, you know, I hope, I hope you take away more than like, this isn't a grand story. We, we have a, a ton of challenges in front of us too. It's just, it's a brand new category. I think just trying to still get people to understand the why of it is there on top of, you know, everything going on with supply chain and, you know, always capital raising and, and all that good stuff. So it, it's just like this, if you're doing something, people, you know, you're producing something people love and you yourself are doing something that you believe in building your brands and building your companies, like keep going. Um, it's, it's definitely worth it. And I'd say like, that's, that's from somebody who's been through corporate, that's been building businesses for other people. And I think now here building something for myself and for the customers that reach out to us every day, you know, I'd say like, stick with it. Um, it's, it's worth it. Absolutely. Those are some sage words. Awesome. So Chris, we've talked so much about these awesome products. If I'm interested in checking out these you know, awesome non-alcoholic beverages, where do I go? What do I do? Yeah. So um, hit us up online at drinkmonday.co and uh, we'll take care of you. Awesome. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. Thanks, Chase. Appreciate you. All right. I can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business. You can find all the links in the show notes. Make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.